Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and come chill out with the four sisters. There's Sue, not the oldest, but the others think she kind of acts like she is. She's a critical care doctor who ran a hospital ICU, so maybe it's okay she's a little bossy. Amy's also a doctor who specializes in the lungs. Then there's Lisa, a former fashion photographer. Then there's Lori, the baby of the family, born more than a decade after the others. Their dad used to say she wasn't an accident, but the first three were. Lori's a six-time Emmy Award-winning TV reporter and your host. Take it away, Lori, before your sisters take over. Hi, sisters. Do you like the new intro? I love it. Sue, tell us what you've been doing lately and tell us what we need to know. We're doing surge planning, which means we're trying to figure out how we can accommodate that next patient on a ventilator when we don't have a bed for them. So where do we put that patient? And um, we have some solutions, but they're much uh, less ideal than what we would normally want to do for patients. So the advice I want to give is that quarantine's not over. You still need to stay home. And it's not okay to go visit your friend who's been in quarantine or have your hairdresser come over, even though I think about that every day. But um, you just can't do that. We have to maintain the quarantine to flatten the curve. The way I think of it is I've been home 22 days, but if my husband went out yesterday, that puts me back on day one. Yes, it does. Social isolation or the, or the physical distancing is something that it's hard to see when it's working. It's like if you control your blood pressure and you don't have a heart attack down the line, it's hard to put those two things together because you didn't have a heart attack. But everybody really needs to stick with it, even though they feel like, oh, things seem like they're quieting down. I can go out and you know have coffee with my neighbor you really have to stick with it, even though you really have a hard time seeing the effects of it. What I'm excited about is that all the retail outlets that are still open, the supermarkets, even uh, Starbucks, is practicing social distancing. So they're, they're managing their lines. They're managing how many people are in the store, at least, for, at least in my local area. And if your stores aren't doing that, you should ask your managers to start pushing that. I heard that some stores are not allowing their employees to wear masks. Well, CDC just uh, is recommending that everyone wear a mask. You know, the question is, where are they going to get the mask? And, and should they wear cloth masks? And I think one of the, uh, the best advantages to the mask is it keeps your hands out of your mouth and nose. They're still your eyes, but I would say if you can get a cloth mask, you should wear it. A lot of my friends have texted me this week. They're going to start sewing their masks. But my question is, uh, if you have to go to the market, sure. But what are you expecting to do other than going to the market with your little homemade mask? Well, um, unfortunately, last weekend, we had to take our dog to the vet to be put down. You know, it's, it's sad. We don't even have time to grieve her. And it's kind of a relief because we don't have to look after her anymore when we're so busy. But that said, we wore masks to the vet. You know, there's a lot of uh, COVID-19 in my community. I don't know who was at the vet last. And I think for me, uh, it kept, me from, kept my hands away from my face. I think there's still a big question mark about whether the virus can hang out in the air. Oh, is it transmitted based on aerosolization? Isn't the jury kind of out on this? I think we don't really know. I think 
it really depends on the ambient humidity and temperature and the situation in the room. There is a concern that after an infected person leaves the room that those droplets, you know, how long are those droplets hanging around? One theory is like, if I can smell your fart, you're too close to me. That's really <laughs> gross. So, well, I stole it from a meme, but, um, you know, if those smelly particles are in the air and you're breathing them in and smelling them, you know, what makes us think that your exhaled, you know, little tiny droplets aren't still staying around in the air for a while too. And now it's time to play a game. No, Lori, it's not Miss Pac-Man. This game is called Hack, Track, or Flack. Got a household hack? Share it with your sisters. Want to track down a family member who maybe hasn't been staying home like they're supposed to? Get the sisters on the case. Or did you give someone in your home flack? And now you need sisterly advice on how to make it all better. I mean, you're going to hang out with them in the house for a while, you know. Yeah, Sue? I got this one, flack. We have to wash our hands every time we interact with an outside environment, and we have to work hard on not touching our faces. So, Sue, you went with a flack, but it was you giving flack against other people. I thought that's what you get to do with flack. (laughs) It's supposed to be you kind of gave somebody else flack and you're going to apologize. But since these sisters don't apologize, I've gotten good at it though. It's not flack. All you have to do is say, I'm sorry. It works really well. I'm sorry you touched your face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry you're mad at me. (laughs) That's a good one. We could do this all day. All right, I'm going to do track, and we have herds of deer that live around us in the suburbs. Every walk we've gone to around dusk time, we've seen them. And by herd, I mean 10 to 12 to 14 deer. People have asked me, like, oh, are the deer out because there's no one on the street? Isn't it sort of a metaphor for this whole thing that the world stopped so you can see the deer? I see the deer anyway, even when it's not COVID quarantine, but I usually drive around because I'm rushing to the market to get food for dinner, but now I'm doing a leisurely walk. So definitely we've slowed down. Yes. I would just go with the metaphor. Amy, you got a hat flacker track? I have a track. I hadn't heard from my 29-year-old son who's in Vermont for a week, and uh, that was pretty stressful. You can never leave a message on his phone because he doesn't like dealing with messages. And if you text him, he often doesn't answer. Our usual trick is to send him a picture of the cats and then he'll comment and then we know he's alive. He finally called me on my birthday last week. So I was kind of hoping I could convince him that every week is my birthday. And so he'll call me at least once a week and then I'll know he's okay. Sue, you had one more thing? Well, I I just want to end on sort of a sad note. And I think that that's what we lost this week. We lost uh, two uh, doctors this this week yesterday who were in training. Um, One was an internal medicine resident at Montefiore who died, and another was a surgeon who died in Detroit. So these people are at the front line. This is serious. You know, this is why you need to stay home. The life you save may be your healthcare workers. So please, you know, stay home. Do any of you think we're going to get to a point where the healthcare workers have had enough? They don't want to be there? Oh, that was weeks ago. <laughs> well, they're, they're still there. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of, you don't get to sit out. I mean, you know, when you go into this profession, you have a duty to show up and take care of the patient. And that's what you do. You know, the problem is that some of the um, religious leaders think that they have the same duty and they're getting infections in their congregations. And they're not necessary, even though they think they are. Whoa, 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 sister. (laughs) Controversy alert. Well, I I, I was talking to my daughter Paulina about that because we were saying there's no sort of God protection at church. So why would anyone leave their house to go to a church or a synagogue right now? It wouldn't even make sense. They think God is protecting them. We were raised in a liberal household, so we don't see it the same way. I mean, I'd like to think God's protecting me everywhere I go. I could go to Target. I could go shopping, and I got a little (laughs) God bubble, but it's not reality. I mean, maybe it is. We really don't know, but I don't think I have that (laughs) bubble. Well, it's been proven it's not because some of them are dead. (laughs) Yes, right to the point. Exactly. (laughs) No, it's very disturbing. I've been reading a lot of it, and, you know, one, one minute they're having these big um, congregation, whatever's and the next minute, the leaders are dead. <laughs> All right. So we'll do this next week, guys. Okay. Yep. Sure. God willing. I'm a little more enthusiastic. God bubble willing. We'll be here next week. Thanks for listening. If you have a question for the four sisters, call 786-474-6040 and leave them a message. You can now find the Four Sisters podcast on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe and check out their website, foursisters.com. Use the letters or the numbers. It's your call, sisterhood. Stay safe, everybody.